On today's episode, I'm going to cover my long and anticipated story about my departure from the Marine Corps. I'm also going to talk about work ethic. I'm going to talk about the shift in the Marine Corps direction. But first and foremost, the biggest thing I want to talk about is my newest uh, thought, my newest structure towards my episodes. I have gotten a lot of feedback and I've listened to a lot of my content. And I believe one thing that I'm missing, the missing ingredient in my sauce, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing the little salt thing right now that the dude did with the memes. And that is, I need to work on my structure. My structure sucks. That's okay. Hey, learn. This is a work in progress. So the structure is going to be a little better, I believe, but it's always a work in progress. So here we go. On today's episode, what I'm going to do is I'm going to finally, you know, shed some light on my interesting departure from the Marine Corps. But before I get to my main point of this episode, what I'm going to do is talk to you guys about work ethic, which is something crazy to believe that so many individuals lack in the civilian side. I find it very interesting and very uh, comical when I see individuals just, you know, doing the bare minimum just to get by. And it's it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely an eye opener. At the same time, you know, I, I appreciate that. I, I truly love that because that allows me the opportunity to come in, you know, and bust my behind and step my game up, truly shine as a new employee at the different places that I've been so far. The reason I wanted to talk about work ethic was pretty simple. I think the reason that I have a pretty phenomenal work ethic is due to my personal experiences. I feel that everywhere I go, I have a chip on my shoulder. I truly love being the underdog. I'm extremely competitive. I love to win at all costs. And that is, that's, that's definitely not a good quality, I'll tell you right now. But it's gotten me this far, so I'm definitely not going to, you know, change up the recipe because it's been working for me pretty well so far. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, what do you mean by that chip on your shoulder? And to me, that is when individuals doubt me a lot. Actually, matter of fact, I'll give you a perfect example. Somebody really close to me, you know, uh, during a heated discussion was telling me that I was not going to achieve my goals that I talk about being a millionaire, I talk about being disciplined, I talk about changing, I talk about self-progress. But, you know, you truly get to see individuals' true agenda in the heat of the battle. And, you know, after temp tempers kind of cooled and we had a conversation, said, I said, I, I, I love that. I love that doubt. I love people underestimating what I am and what I can do. I truly am setting some crazy goals for myself that I know I'm writing a check that my ass can't cash, but I'm going to cash it. Somehow, some way, I am going to fulfill my, my dreams and desires. So that's why I love having a chip on my shoulder. I love, you know, some people call it arrogance. Some people call it confidence. Some people call it cockiness. It, it, and to me, it's, it's, it's all of that put into one. But it, it, I kind of was kind of tiptoeing closer to the arrogant confidence side, but I'm going to going forward, I'm going to tone it down a lot. You know, that 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 competitiveness, that confidence is still going to be there. Trust me, that's never going to go away. But I have to learn how to balance it. And I guess I'll expand more when I start talking about my departure from the Marine Corps, why I got to that level of, you know, arrogance and, and confidence where people kind of took it out of context or, you know, their feelings were hurt. But that's uh, 
that's neither here nor there. And that's that's kind of uh, the reason why I want to talk about work ethic, chip on my shoulder, you know, so you can have a little background on, on why I am the way I am, why I'm so competitive. You know, I, I truly love winning. I love that feeling of accomplishment. I just, I believe that there's nothing out there that I can't accomplish that I want to accomplish. With that being said, well, this is what, uh, what I've been debating and mulling over this whole time since the beginning of my terminal leave. As of yesterday, I am no longer an active duty Marine. Now I am 100% a Marine Corps veteran. So it's taken me a, quite a while, well over 80-something days to truly, you know, take it in and come up with a, with a way to tell my story where I don't want to come off as biased or, or make it seem that I was innocent or I was the victim because that's nowhere near, near the truth. So, well... Here we go on, I, can't, I actually remember even the day on, it was November, if I believe it was November 27th or 28th, 2016 is when I checked into recruiting duty. Up, up until that point, you know, I had met a lot of great leaders. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and name everybody, but I've also met a bunch of crappy leaders. So I had a pretty good understanding, you know, eight years in the Marine Corps. I thought that, you know, I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly. But uh, little did I know that, honestly, I had no idea what was coming my way. So my first impression checking into the unit was was very interesting, you know. I check in. I was talking to, at that time, my commanding officer. We had a discussion. This welcome aboard brief was pretty sweet and to the point. But I found it pretty interesting that his one of his biggest uh, advice to me was not to buy a house because I was not guaranteed to stay where I was at. And I said, sir, well, I hate to break it to you. Uh, it's a little too late. I already bought a home. You know, I'm a I'm a 30-year-old grown-ass man. Like, I'm not going to ask anybody permission to buy a house. So that, that, that kind of personally did raise some red flag. As a competitive individual that I am, you know, there were, there were some really great Marines that I was competing with for uh, Rookie Recruiter of the Year. It was a uh, it was very tough competition, you know. Shout out to Brandon out there. Shout out to Riza, some some hard charging, you know, Marines, and it was definitely a, a fight to the end. So my first year in the, on recruiting duty in less than a year, I wrote 29 contracts. That that was basically from January till um, September 31st. You know, I grinded, I busted my butt. I did everything I could possibly to the best I could. So you know, a very strong year, Marine Corps ball 20. 2017, I get Rookie Recruit of the Year. I get a Navy Commendation Medal. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get RSS of the Year, but that, that was all good. So that, that that during that year, you know, we had a we had a phenomenal uh, recruiter instructor. You know, we had a great Sergeant Major. You know, our CO was you know he he lacked a little uh, personality, but it is what it is. Roughly around April of 20 i would say 2018 it definitely was 2018 i'm on track to uh get meritoshi promoted unfortunately due to marine corps standards when it comes to contracting what we call alpha bravo percentage basically i get judged on how individuals do on the asvab that's the um aptitude that's that's our aptitude battery test I actually forgot what the acronym actually stands for. It's <laughs> been that long since I've been in the streets. But I get judged on kids and their score. If they get a 50 and above, you're an alpha. If you get a 50 and below, you're a bravo. So I worked in Lynn. Let's just say they don't have the best school system, but it is what it is. So whatever they tell me that I'm on track to get promoted, they told me that I was going to do a board. So I drive up at that time, our headquarters was in Portsmouth. So I drive up to Portsmouth to get interviewed or go through a board process. You know, I get there. Obviously, they're in a bunch of meetings, so I have to wait for two hours. So eventually they call me in. 
asked me a bunch of questions, you know, a typical uh, board to get promoted. So after, you know, deliberation, help, by the way, just remember this, I am the, the only person being interviewed for this board. So after my interview, deliberation, Tony Major comes out, he tells me, hey, Marine, uh, we need a little more time to uh, crunch the numbers and uh, we'll, we'll let you know in a week what the results are. So whatever. So I sit there and I'm like, I'm competing against nobody. Obviously, you guys had my package. You guys should have known if I was qualified or not. So I say whatever. You know, I'm a little upset. So, I, you know, I, on top of being there for two hours waiting for them, an hour drive up there, an hour drive back, and about 45-minute um, interview uh, portion. So then, you know, I'm driving back. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know, like, this is some bullshit. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to jump to conclusions. Let's see how everything unfolds. So a week goes by. I get a call from, at the time, my commanding officer. He says, hey, man, uh, me and the Sergeant Major are going to come to your office, and we're going to let you know you know, the outcome of, of our last uh, meeting. So I said, oh, that's interesting. I was like, so I'm like, you're not going to waste my time? Shit, I love that. So I'm like, if you're coming to me, more than likely that means good news, right? Well, a <laughs> uh, little to my surprise, Sergeant Major, CEO, called me in into my boss's office, and this man has the audacity to tell me that it would be a wasted effort to try to get me meritoriously promoted because my numbers were outside the minimum requirement to be eligible for his board. So I, I look at him, and I said, all right, sir, uh, good to go, you know? And then I just, I just walked out. I was angry. At that time, I was a man. I was like, fuck this, fuck that, you know, the typical... Uh, negative uh, mindset. But then what happened next was pretty interesting. Through my anger, I just said, fuck it. I'm just going to prove these motherfuckers wrong. Like, you're not going to tell me that I'm not worthy of a meritorious promotion. I was like, fuck it. I, 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 let me take a step back. I'm not doing this. I'm not out here in the streets, you know, recruiting people to join the Marine Corps to, for, you know, self-accolades and meritorious promotions. You know, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to do what I came to do out here. And that is just crush it. You know, fucking kick ass, take names. So I proceed. I think I wrote... I, I I got an award for the summer because I think I wrote like 11 contracts in like two, three months. And, and instead of being that individual that takes a sour uh, attitude and starts being negative, I said, I'm going to go the complete opposite. I'm going to go ahead and be a, a more productive individual. I'm going to step my game up and prove them, prove them wrong, prove myself right. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to prove that I was right and I wanted to prove my worth. So... You know, fast forward, get sent to a bunch of courses, do this and that, you know, get a couple of awards here and there. You know, time's going on, and I did a pretty arrogant move. And I, I, I'll, I'll concede it was a mistake, but it's a mistake that I did on purpose. I went ahead, you know, a couple months before getting out. I had told everybody I was getting out of the Marine Corps. Like, it was, it was known. And I got, a, I got a sick tattoo on my forearm that is not within standard. So that was, that was definitely a bold move on my part. But it was a calculated move. I knew for a fact that I was going to get out of the Marine Corps. So I told myself, you know, this was like an insurance policy. So I had no opportunity to back out of it. I mean, I could have tried to got a waiver and this and that, but I didn't want that. I wanted to make sure that I straight up just shut that door and never open it anymore. Because I was, my heart wasn't in it anymore. So the arrogance doesn't stop there. <laughs> it gets even worse. Um, I end up getting... I end up meeting the commanding general of the Eastern Recruiting Region. Basically, this this guy's in charge of Marine Corps recruiting uh, Depot Paris Island. That's where they train in boot camp on the East Coast. And he's in charge of all of the East Coast recruiting uh, region. So he comes to our office. Uh, matter of fact, this gentleman called me a couple weeks before 
uh, he came to visit us and he called just to congratulate me because I was doing really well. I was pretty much crushing it on the streets, you know, writing f almost five contracts a month, keeping that, keeping the, the office, you know, afloat. So after, after that call, you know, I heard that he wanted to make North Boston, um, my recruiting station, his first stop. You know, again, the arrogance was pretty, pretty out there though. So I, uh, I took a ta I took a picture with my fresh tattoo right next to the commanding general. <laughs> Definitely not one of my uh, smartest decisions, but it was something that I was doing because I was just fed up and I just wanted to make sure that that door was shut. Um, credit to my, you know, my new commanding officer, freaking probably one of the greatest commanding officers I've ever met. Probably, you know, top two for sure. Very outstanding. You know, he had the opportunity to, uh, yeah, the opportunity to uh, do some administrative paperwork. He had basically, he, he could, he could have thrown the book at me, but um, you know he was a, he's a great dude. He decided not to, so that was that was pretty cool. Like I was talking about earlier, some individuals lack work ethic. Some people are in a position they shouldn't be. And I had some leaders above me. My one of my direct superiors uh, was a semper I guy. You know, it's all about him. Me, 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 me. So we had you know we had a basically a deal. I was gonna write a certain amount of contracts. I was gonna get a month to handle business during my transition in July. Come to find out this dude was fucking dickless. And the first chance he was pressed on my whereabouts, this freaking idiot says that I was already out of the Marine Corps on terminal leave. Well, dumbass, I was not. So then, you know, the new Sergeant Major is all up all up my ass. Like, where are you? What are you doing? You can't, you haven't checked out yet. And I'm like, I haven't checked out. You're right. Nobody's been here to fucking help me. Uh, we, we were Marines and with the uh, Air Force medical, Air Force everything. Uh, the whole time I kept pushing my transition seminar. You know, I kept putting it off since December and I had to. There was no way out of it in July. And that's my fault. You know, I kind of uh, put the mission above everything and it came to bite me in the ass big time at the end. So, sorry, Major Zoll, just fucking basically just up my ass about everything and I'm like, well, I've got no guidance from anybody. My the the main element that's supposed to help me transition basically had no idea I was getting out of the Marine Corps. It was probably a, a straight up shit show. Nobody knew anything what was going on with me. Medical couldn't freaking schedule my final physical because this and this wasn't done. And the Marine Corps, well we don't do it this way, we do it this way, but the Air Force was like, we don't give a fuck how you guys do things. This is our policy. We will not do anything to accommodate us. So it was, it was definitely a learning experience throughout the whole thing. You know, I had um, had a gentleman, you know, tell me that uh, basically it was my fault, and I couldn't agree more with him. You know, I have to be my biggest advocate. I can't. I expect other people to have my best best interest at heart, especially after almost writing a hundred contracts in three years. And I figured, you know, my my body of work would speak for itself, but a couple of weeks in the Marine Corps, definitely uh, th that was not the case at all. So um, during the process of me trying to check out and do this with medical, get my last minute paperwork in order and just dealing with a lot of stuff. Basically, I would say my last three weeks in the Marine Corps were probably the, the definitely tipping point that, that definitely solidified. It, it just put that rubber, you know, rubber stamp of approval that that seal was was 100%. Um, I was right in doing what I was doing by getting out. So my last three weeks in the Marine Corps, basically, they wanted me to, as a 
I got three Navy Marine Corps achievement medals. I had one uh, Navy uh, Navy Navy Com Navy Commendation Medal, and I had a bunch of Recruiter of the Month, Recruiter of the Quarter. All this, all these great things I did towards my way out didn't fucking matter one bit. It was basically fuck you. Um, you're basically gonna be our bitch, and you're gonna move boxes. We're gonna have you move boxes, organize this here, move furniture here. Um, something that, in my opinion, after somebody who's basically given their blood, sweat, and tears into um, recruiting and you know, mission first, this and that, it was kind of a major slap on the face. It was basically telling me that because I was getting out and according to them, I was arrogant, I was pompous, I was here, I was there. I basically, that was their way of giving me a little bit of a, of their version of humble pie on the way out. At the time, you know, I didn't know how to handle it. I was, I was embarrassed. Like, I'm, I'm probably one of the, and again, I might sound arrogant, but I was probably one of the most successful. One of the, there's, there was, there has been many successful recruiters. But I was, I was recruiting. I was working my ass off. My work ethic was at an extremely high level, and to be treated like a lance corporal. For those of you guys that don't know what that means, that's just like I went from middle to upper management to below entry level treatment. Basically, being treated like worse than a new guy. Single-handedly expecting me to move furniture from upstairs to downstairs, organize freaking, basically like move folders around and move people's like just something that in my opinion was uncalled for. But you know I did what I had to do, and throughout this whole process, you know there were so many individuals that turned their back on me on the way out. Though you know they uh they're basically they were just fucking snakes, you know, in the grass, and you know I I I, I was I was ignorant to uh to to this side of the marine corps and i keep referring to the marine corps believe me recruiting the recruiting side of the uh, of the military is not the military at all is this is just a bunch of career recruiters that believe that they have this thing figured out but they haven't been recruiting for years so they don't know what it is so when somebody like myself like other successful recruiters like benson come around they feel threatened you know because they're used to being this this alpha individual and then you have somebody that is just naturally talented when it comes to sales because we threaten their their system they get all defensive the first chance they have the first chance they get to try to you know screw you over they definitely will jump at that opportunity uh there was multiple occasions where then went wrong there was a little bit of blood in the water and immediately some of these individuals you know just want to jump down my throat and and it wanted I gotcha moment. I always had my bases covered because you know I was doing the right thing out there. You know, I could always justify my point, but that's that's kind of the past. You know, I'm 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 well over it now. From not getting a uh, everybody that gets out of recruiting duty, they get a going away plaque uh, upon completion of a successful recruiting tour. You know, and it, it might sound so significant to a lot of people, but when for three years straight, you know, you work seventy hours a week. I had over 90 days of vacation because I went three years without basically taking any time off. Being that guy that brings the, the station to success, maintains a high level of success. And not to get a completion of a certificate that certifies that I successfully recruited, uh, completed recruiting duty. Just, just it might seem insignificant, it might seem small, but to me, something that I was looking forward to getting a going away plaque from the command and because I was a rebel, because I was me, because I was defying all all standards and I had my own way of doing things. It's just it's just funny because you, when you go against the grain, you know, you got to, you know what it is, is I made my bed. 
and, and I'm laying in it, and I love it. You know what? I, I had certain expectations. I had certain ideas that didn't go the way I expected, but fuck it. Who cares, you know? That's just that's the past now. I'm, I'm extremely uh, fortunate, proud, happy to have served my country for 11 years, and that was just a very uh, unnecessary uh, departure. But you know what? Fuck it. It's life. Shit's never going to go the way you want it to. So, I mean, I can sit here and cry about it, or I can just tell it how it is and be real. Of course, you know, I, I hurt a lot of people's feelings when I was there because I was just, I was ruthless. I was, I was, I was honest to a fault. <laughs> you know, um, me holding back was definitely not, not in, in my, my repertoire. So with that, with that, I, I, I ruffled a lot of feathers. I made a lot of people uncomfortable and it is what it is. You know, I'm glad to be done with recruiting. <laughs> if I could do it again, Absolutely, I would. I would definitely do it again because I learned so much. I, I grew so much in three years, more than I than I imagined. Um, I know what I signed myself up for, and it was more than I expected. But it is what it is. I, I'm sky's the limit. You know, I'm I'm on my way to get my real estate license. I'm working in the union. I got some fucking phenomenal news today. I got an, an email. I haven't said. I've kept this. Kept this little tidbit of uh, of myself to m- information about myself to myself. Hmm, did I say that right? I don't think I did. I kept some information, you know, to myself on purpose. And today I got the great I got a great email stating that uh, there is a vacant permanent position for the Boston Fire Department, and they want me to go and fill out my application and start the process. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, it's been a dream of mine. It's been something that I truly uh, I feel blessed that. You know, after my hard work and I'm being considered and just just being considered, giving the opportunity to be a Boston firefighter is, is a dream come true. So that's why I'm I'm just letting it out there because everybody keeps asking me what happened. And I, I left a lot of details out because, you know, it's just it's neither here nor there. I just wanted to talk about, you know, the main key points that that definitely uh, made it very hard to uh, to embrace them. It is what it is. You know, my first two months out of the game. My station misses mission. And I'm not saying that I was the main reason we made mission, but 34 months, uh, my station only missed mission three months. So that that that, that speaks volume of, of 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 being the longest person in that office, having four or five teams. I had like 10, 11 people come and go. I was the main consistent individual there, but fuck it. You know what? If my efforts were not worthy enough of... Uh, of a decent departure. It is what it is. That's why I, I closed that door because I knew that when one door closes, two or three might open up. And I'm excited. I'm excited to put myself out there. I'm excited to fail. I'm excited to succeed. Whatever it is, I'm gonna have a smile on my face. I'm gonna find that fulfillment that I've been looking for. But is is this? This has been long overdue. Honestly, I'll tell you guys, and I'm I'm serious. I, this is way better than going to see a, a therapist. Just just sitting here in my thoughts, and just just putting it out there. I, I'm 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 an open book. I don't give a fuck anymore. You know, um, I don't need anybody in my corner. Uh, I'm ne- I'm absolutely positively not looking for anybody's support or approval. You know, I'm out here just trying to make myself happy. I'm out here, you know, in the pursuit of happiness. I think I'm on the right track. Uh, throughout this whole uh, episode, I was smiling, you know, and that smile got so much bigger, you know, uh, after letting you guys know about 
the Boston Fire Department because that's that that's been the dream. That's thanks thanks Zach, freaking Zach. Zach's the one that put me on the fire department. Just kept like you know telling me about it and yeah. I, I think to this day he's still is skeptical that I'm gonna get out of the Marine Corps even though I'm already out. You know because uh, for a lot of the Marines that I've served with, they they all know that everybody expected me to be a lifer, but you know it's. It's it's those twists and turns that 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 are in life that that make it so much so much better. So that being said, you know that's that's kind of that's kind of the gist. You know, I I, I want to talk about so much more, but I believe I've done my fair share of talking and, and talking about my story. Uh, one of the last things that I kind of want to cover is just the shift that the Marine Corps is going in. It's it's a very interesting, in my opinion, making everything harder. You know. <laughs> I I feel this is just my you know staff sergeant DD two fourteen out of the Marine Corps. My opinion don't fucking matter, but I just believe the Marine Corps is, is going in a direction that is it's ridiculous. You know, approving Marines to wear um, an umbrella and uniform, having female Marines wear the same dress blue uniform as males, but then you know we're gonna address all these all, all this nonsense. But then a Marine that has tattoos can't reenlist. They just, they just they have their priorities all fucked up. You know, we're going to make the PFT, CFT, our, our fitness test even harder, but our promotion system is fucked up. So let's just focus on making shit a lot harder, but let's not address this big freaking elephant in the room. Uh, promotion The promotion system is all jacked up, in my opinion. You know, and it's just so many, like, stupid variables and, and this and that. And, and it's just like, man, like, can we focus on the shit that fucking matters? Like, how about promoting the right marine you know loosening some of these standards that uh been in place for no fucking reason a tattoo on a marine's body doesn't define who he is or what he does obviously if he gets a stupid tattoo that is offensive or in bad taste of course that's ridiculous get him the fuck out but if he's just getting a tattoo on his body and because it doesn't fall under a stupid fucking policy that means that that guy should be kicked out and shouldn't be in shouldn't be allowed that's why the Marine Corps lost a lot of great Marines, because a lot of Marines like myself just got fed up with some of the stupid rules, you know, that that don't matter. But the stuff that doesn't matter, that's what we're gonna focus on. That's what we're gonna, that's what we're gonna hone on. But you know what? It is what it is. That's you know, that's the past. I got the future to look forward to. A lot of great things coming. I'm gonna keep grinding. You know, stay on my podcast. Spend some time with two of my boys doing our YouTube video back in the gym just freaking eating right feeling good and just you know being happy something that has been long overdue but it's uh slowly but surely coming together i uh, appreciate your time feel free to subscribe like share um getting on more platform more platforms i just got my own web page you know the real you can i have a new facebook page the real at therealbrian.com you can find me on instagram therealbrian underscore p yeah and all this is just, just a lot of a lot of stuff happening i have a lot of social media i have a lot of stuff that i'm trying to get off the ground because this is pretty exciting you know it's it feels so much it feels so great just to have the opportunity just to sit here and just you know spend some time by myself my thoughts and you know five or six listeners whatever i don't care if you like to listen to content you do if you don't you don't but I appreciate your time, you know, and uh, catch you guys on the next episode. Episode. Oh. So if you like what you heard today, 
Uh, feel free to subscribe, to like, and share all that fun stuff. Uh, just started my new website. It's therealbrianp.com. I also started a Facebook uh, page. It's Facebook at therealbrianp. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on all these other freaking social media outlets. At the end of the day, I don't care if you follow, if you don't. If you like what I'm saying, if you like what I'm talking about, just share it with your friends. Tell somebody. That, that, that's all. Just tell one person. That's all. And if they hate it, they love it, it's all good. But by all means, feel free to share my content. I'm out here just not giving a fuck, talking about my life, putting my shit out there. So I would love and appreciate if you guys could just share it with somebody. Maybe one day it'll help somebody out. If not, it is what it is. Have a great day. Bye, Felicia's.